what is going on guys welcome back to the kadash podcast this is your host joshua oconis and man it's been a while <laughs> um kind of trying to take these slow um listen for the lord and not strive within my own flesh um man he is really teaching me so much um in these moments and I'm just so grateful and um, so thankful for his um, guidance and his leadership. Um, it's glorious. But um, so in this episode, we're going to talk about our dwelling place. So in the last episode, we talked about um, the first place, right? Now we're going to go into our dwelling place and um, we'll see we'll see where we go from there. But um, the verse I want to talk about today is going to be Psalm 91, verse 1. Okay, we're going to, of course, bring in and incorporate a few other things. But um, that's where that, that's what this is going to be based on, is this uh, a verse. And then we're going to stem and branch out um, as we go and as we continue on in this podcast. Um so let's go. Oh, let's 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 go ahead and let's pray before we jump in. Uh, Lord, I just ask that you come, Lord, and uh, create fertile hearts and fertile ground within us, Lord, to plant what it is, the seed that you want to deposit at this moment in this hour into us, Lord. And uh, may we receive it, Lord, and may it bear fruit uh, in our future. And just help us have an understanding of what it means to dwell and what it means to abide. Um, with you. And uh, please just remind us of the access that you have given us through your son um, to enter into your presence, Lord. Remind us and just instill a fire inside of us of, of just a remembrance of the access that we have um, now. I say these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, Psalm 91, let's go. And uh, so it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. All right. So I grabbed some definitions because we want to dive deep, right? We want to take this verse. We want to chew on it. We want to um, meditate on it. We want to think about it. Um, we want it to, we want to gain some, uh, some, some knowledge, uh, through the, the, the Holy spirit in revelation inside of us that bears fruit. And, and when I say bear fruit, what I mean is that, um, this verse and this word that we're receiving today causes action out in our walk. Um, when we're in the world, right? That's what we want. Uh, from the word, right? We don't want to just be hearers of the word. We want to be doers of the word. And that only comes through hearing, right? Uh, faith comes comes by hearing and hearing the word about Christ or hearing the word, right? And through this faith, we through this word and, and through this faith that we receive through this word, it causes us to act on it. Um, that is the sign of a follower and a believer, right? Is that um, we don't just hear things, but we actually hear things, right? Um, Jesus says that a lot. Um, he who has ears, let him hear, right? I think when he says that to me, that I'm not, it's not 
just going through um, my head, right? I'm actually hearing at it, hearing it, and then I'm acting upon it, right? I'm applying it, application, right? Um, um, wisdom is the application of knowledge. We want to be wise, right? We don't want to be foolish, right? Proverbs talks about that a lot, right? Folly and wisdom, right? We want to have wisdom. So how do we receive knowledge um, through the, the Holy Spirit? He helps us apply this wisdom, but we receive knowledge by going to the Word of God and letting it reflect and shine on us um, and, and test our hearts, right? And then it changes us um, through the Holy Spirit, through the revelation that we receive in it, that we're able to go out and act on it. So dwell, right? It says live in or at a specified place. So as I was meditating on this and thinking about this for the past couple of weeks, um, it directed me, um, the Holy Spirit directed me to Psalm 1, um, which I talk about a lot. Y'all have heard me talk about Psalm 1 a lot. Whenever I think of living in or at a specified place as dwelling, right, I think of um, of so many things. But the one thing I think I think of is Psalm one, and, and it reminds me of a person that is not dwelling in uh, in the secret place. Because look, it says it, it it says well we pointed these out before, right? Walking, standing and sitting okay what we're what we're joined with right okay blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the, the ungodly nor stands in the path of sinners nor sits in the seat of the scornful okay so who are we receiving counsel from who are we communing with and where are we sitting Okay, the, those places, that place where we're dwelling, right, where we walk, stand, and sit, what, what are we, what are we conforming to? That matters, right? That's that that I feel like um, is a byproduct of where we where we dwell, where we dwell, where we where we stand, sit, and 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 walk, right? Where we stand, sit, and walk. Yes. Um, that's our dwelling place. What are we being conformed to? What's in our um, in our circle of influence? And I don't just mean people. I mean uh, it, it could be anything, right? What we're consuming, right? Uh, it reminds me of in the book of Matthew. It talks about a single eye. What is our eye and our focus, our adoration, our affection? What are these things on? Okay, and in the in the presence of God. The, the things that it talks about in Psalm 1, the, those first couple of verses, um, that's that's not in the presence of God. So we're either at one place or we're in the other. And um, we have to recognize that and have an understanding, and we need to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Um, and that's basically where our focus is. Um, you know, and I, and I can, and we could stem out and talk about tons of different things when it comes to that. Right. But ultimately it's getting alone with God. And I feel like one thing that really strikes me is what am I thinking? Where am I, what am I thinking about? Am I right? The Bible says to set our mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand. Right. And, and the ability to do that is a gift of the Holy Spirit. 
um, ask for it. Um, he, you know, he is a rewarder of, of, of those who seek him and those who ask, right? He says, ask, and it will be given, right? When we ask for, for good things, of course, um, things that are pleasing to his will. And only, you know, it's reminding me of that verse where it says, do not be conformed to the, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test, right? Um, and you'll know what God's good, pleasing, and, and perfect will is. Um, as we renew our mind to the word, then we'll be able to to have an understanding of what his desires are for us. Therefore, when we ask, um, right, from his words abiding in us, right, Matthew 15, um, from his words abiding in us, we will receive what it is that we ask for because his word has taken root in our heart and what we ask for, we receive. And, it, and, it, and it's good things. Ask for good things. When you desire these things that we're talking about on this podcast, um, I'm telling you, he's going to bless you with that. When you ask it with a pure heart, with a desiring heart, right? He will give it, promise you. I promise you, he is a rewarder of those who seek him. And uh, we want to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Recognize, take a look at, think of where you're dwelling, right? And I don't just mean where you're your physical body is at, where is your spiritual man at? Where is your inner man at? Where, where, where is your mind at? And what is around you also affects where your mind dwells. And I'm telling you, you want to dwell in the throne room. And, and that way, whenever you have to come out into the world, you have to step down from the throne room to commune on the earth um, because we've been setting our mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand. My mind, I want my mind, you know what would be amazing? If my mind can stay up there from when I open my eyes till when I close my eyes. And I don't just mean in my 24-hour period, but from now on until I am with him in the clouds, right? So, um, Let's go shout. Uh, so he who dwells in the secret place. So the person that dwells in the secret place. Hold on. So let's go first of all. Let's let's talk about real quick. Let's that's a good a segue to this. Matthew 6, 6. Okay. He who dwells in the secret place of the most high. Matthew 6, 6, it says, But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. Your father is in the secret place. Matthew 6, 6. Okay? When you dwell with God, you will, will, those who dwell with God, okay, is another way of saying this, in the secret place, right? That's where he is. Matthew 6, 6. It says, pray to your father who is in the secret place. Okay? He who dwells, I love what, what, what Matthew, uh, Matthew, what uh, Michael Miller says, he who dwells everywhere has a desire to dwell somewhere. So not only is that in you because you are the temple, but he also dwells in the secret place where you meet with him, right? So he who dwells there, right? So this is an action. We have to dwell there, okay? Not he who dwells um, in the counsel of the ungodly or in the path of sinners or in the, 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 the seats of the scornful, right? Not that person, 
but he who dwells, right? And it's almost reminding me, it, later on it talks about um, a person that delights in the law of the Lord, who meditates on it day and night. That person, right, delights in the law of the Lord, Jesus, right? Because we've always, remember, we've combined these two, right? Jesus is the Word, where the Word is Jesus, etc. We've tied all these things together, right? Um, from That's uh, John uh, 1, right? Um, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, right? He who delights in the law of the Lord, delights in the Word, and delights in Jesus, will be like the tree that is planted by streams of water, right? So this person, that person, will abide, okay? Abide, we talked about that, right? Abide, I don't think I've said it yet, uh, the, 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 um, the definition of abide is to, cont I love the way this, continue without fading or being lost. That's, the, the second one that I wrote down is accept or act in accordance. You can look these up. It's in the, probably your dictionary or whatever. I searched the definition of these. And then at the bottom, which was, I thought was cool, it said live and dwell. So dwell and abide is kind of the same thing because dwell says live in, at, in or at a specified place. Abide is also connected to living and dwelling. But the best one that I liked was to continue without fading or being lost. It's a mind that is set on Christ, right? That will not fade from that place. That is connection. I, I, when I think of this, I almost think of like a magnet. It's just, it's, 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 it's inseparable, inseparable. Think about that. We want to be inseparable from Christ. <laughs> so continue without fading or being lost. That is. That's where we want to stay. Lord, help us stay there. Okay? That person will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You are protected. You are covered. You are. So not only is he above you, watching over you, protecting you, right? Because you're in his shadow. That means you're so near to him that there is, you're inseparable. That is closeness. Imagine that. That he is above you, watching over you. And not only that, he is with you because he is in the secret place too as well, right? He who dwells in the secret place with God will abide underneath the shadow of the Almighty. I love how it says the shadow of the Almighty because it almost, when I think of that, I think of just this massive presence over me that it's casting a shadow that I am, I am, covered in right that's beautiful that just shows his might and his power I, that's why i love that it says almighty and then under that shadow and then in the secret place of the most high it's the way that these are worded are beautiful because when, when i think of most high i think of majesty and to be in the secret place with him i'm with majesty and then he is covering me as a, a, an almighty a warrior, right? As almighty God. Beautiful. So um, this is going to be a short one, but it's ultimately, where are you dwelling? Where is your dwelling place? Where is your dwelling place? Fix your eyes on the author and the perfecter of your faith and, and dwell in that place. Do not watch where you're sitting, where you're standing, what you're standing with. What? Where is your mind? Where are your affections? Where are your desires? 
if they're in the things that fade, what's the point? What's the point? Um, we can so easily get distracted in this world um, by so many different things that pull us out of the secret place of fixing our minds on him and setting our eyes on him and, and setting our ears to hear, right? To be able to hear him, you have to be able to have an open communication, an open airway, an open line, right? Think a bit, think about, um, I think about um, telephones back when I was a kid, right? If your line, if you were on the phone, you don't have an open line. Nobody else can call you. <laughs> Nobody else can call you if you're on the phone back in the day, right? When we had the, you know, the landlines, right? There weren't cell phones. Um, and I may not look, um, uh, you know, old, but I, I am a little old, not too old, but um, I existed around the time when, when cell phones were invented. And uh, it just reminds me of that, man, like when you were on the landline, you couldn't receive other calls. Um, it was one call. If you were on the phone, you didn't receive the calls. So we have to have an open line and open communication to him. And you have that by setting your mind on things above, by not being distracted from the things of the world and just thinking about Jesus all day long. And you can have that through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's a gift to be able to set your mind on things above and not be distracted. Um, and I pray that for you. We're going to pray and uh, for that, for us. We're going to pray dangerous prayers. We need to be praying dangerous prayers. Like, like we want the Lord to act and to move on his good and pleasing perfect will for us. Like, let's stop asking for things. Let's ask for revelation and wisdom and, and knowledge um, to be able to live out a life um, that is pleasing in his eyes, right? The Lord looks, his eyes are looking and gazing, scanning to and fro, looking for one who seeks after him, that one who has wisdom, right? Who is wise, who seeks after him. And, and we want to be found um, seeking after him because you know what happens whenever he he he's looking to and fro and he finds that person, his gaze is going to be fixed on you. And uh, ultimately, that's what we want, right? So let's pray and then we'll jump out. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you that your word is like honey to our lips, Lord. Thank you that um, it is going to plant inside of us and bear fruit. Thank you, Lord, for um, what you have given us um, through Jesus, the access, Lord. Lord, I pray that you teach us how to dwell. I pray that you teach us how to abide. I pray that you show us what that means to us specifically, what we need to cut out of our lives um, and what we need to draw closer to that pulls us into your presence, Lord. May we recognize things that are just not good for us, that are, 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 are distracting us, Lord, and that are hindering us from dwelling with you, from seeking your face, from turning from, from ways, Lord, and, and being with you, Lord. Show us and convict us, Lord. And Lord, your word says that you discipline those who you love. Discipline us, Lord. Discipline, chastise us, Lord. And help us, give us eyes to see of things that are hindering us. Where we're sitting, standing, and walking, and where we're seated, that doesn't benefit us, that doesn't bear fruit in our lives, Lord. I pray that you reveal that to us, Lord, and that you give us the power to be able to uh, crucify those and tear down those high places, Lord. 
Lord, because your word says that with you all things are possible, Lord. And I pray that the things that we pray that are possible, Lord, are things of heaven, Lord. We pray for access, Lord. We pray for revelation of access. We pray for the ability and the strength and the endurance to abide, to not fade or be lost, Lord, but to have our eyes and our minds focused and fixed on you daily, Lord. And we delight in you. We desire you, Lord. We want commun communion with you, Lord. And we want intimacy with you, Lord. Give us the strength to um, access the power inside of us to receive this knowledge and wisdom and revelation that you have for us through the through your word that draws us near, Lord. Thank you for all that you're, you've done for us and all that you're doing for us, Lord. I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for your love that has been greatly poured out on us. Thank you that you first loved us, Lord, so that we know what love is, that then we can love, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I say these things in the mighty, beautiful, wonderful, everlasting name of Jesus. Amen.